Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we're going to discuss Ram Gopal Varma's Sarkar films, Sarkar 1 and Sarkar 2, <laughs> in anticipation of the upcoming third installment. No, it's Sarkar and Sarkar Raj. I know. It's Sarkar 1 and 2, basically. Yeah, I do. Sarkar 2, Sarkar's Revenge. I do like a straightforward numbering system. Yeah. uh, Which I feel like Bollywood does well. Yeah. uh, As opposed to Hollywood movies. Although. The titles for Hollywood movies lately, their franchise is absolute bullshit. To skip ahead a little bit, we did find out that Ram Gopal Varma (laughs) produced a series called Money... Money, money, and then money, money, more money. <laughs> is there a colon there? Is it money, money, colon, more money? No, it's a comma. But he didn't produce the third one. Oh. Yeah. But He only produced the first two. The money series might have overtaken the Fast and the Furious as my favorite way to, like, number off a series. Yeah. That, again, that's money, 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 and then money, money, more money. <laughs> We have not seen these films. If anyone out there has, uh, please let us know. Yeah. Just in our cursory research on uh, Ram Gopavarma, uh, we discovered he produced these movies. We laughed for about two minutes straight about money, <laughs> money, more money. <laughs> Which, again, he didn't produce. Also, uh, also almost as funny as uh, Wall Street 2, Money Never Sleeps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another good title. Any, any subtitle having to do with money is always funny. Yeah. It's a rhyme. Again, but, but like pretty pretty straightforward and uh Yeah. This one Sarkar and Sarkar Raj makes sense. Yeah, well I mean Raj is not two. So so it's gonna be Sarkar, Sarkar Raj, and Sarkar three. So Sarkar means uh overlord, and then Sarkar Raj I guess translates to Reign of the Overlord. And in the trailer for Still Sarkar pretty straightforward. The trailer for Sarkar three says it's uh it's Sarkar three Sarkar returns or something like that. Star- Sarkar strikes back. I hope it's Sarkar Strikes Back. I mean, he's a guy who his whole modus operandi is to strike back against things. So yeah. I think it's Sarkar Rides Again, Sarkar, <laughs> Sarkar 3, Legend of Curly's Gold. It should always, no, it should always be uh, The Revenge. Sarkar, uh, no, the Sarkar 3, The Quickening. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So we, we were pretty proud of ourselves. Sarkar 2, Electric Boogaloo, yes. <laughs> We were pretty proud of ourselves because we finally kind of caught up with uh, a backlog and um, kind of a series of planned episodes. Uh, and after our last episode, which we were really excited to do. but We after, left it up in the air. It was like, to be yeah. continued? What? But after which I realized, uh, you know, we were talking about So You Think You Can Dance. Uh, it's not like there's So You Think You Can Dance on air right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there we isn't? Were, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about TV anymore. Well, we didn't know, and apparently it's in the summer. So oh. uh, I, I thought we should make an effort to be topical, is my point. I mean, usually we yeah. just do what we want when we want. And it's our podcast, so I stand by that uh, that rhythm. But this time, we really wanted to be topical. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, the world has conspired against us and our yeah. efforts to be topical on this podcast. Because Sarkar 3 was supposed to be out in a couple weeks. And we thought, Sarkar okay, 3, Rise of the Machines, yeah. We'll get... <laughs> You know, we'll, we'll we'll do an episode on the Sarkar films in anticipation of the new one. It'll be out with a couple of weeks. So, you know, people looking forward to the new one can listen to it, maybe watch the films. And, you know, that we can all be caught up with, uh, yeah. with Sarkar by the time Sarkar 3 comes out. Well, it's been delayed. <laughs> Usually we're watching movies like 10 years after they came out and we thought, we got it. We'll get one. And no. Yeah, yeah. It's been delayed, and now I guess it's coming out in May, so it's been delayed about a month. Who knows if that delay will get pushed back even further. So, I don't know. Listen to this now, or pause it and listen to it in a month. Yeah. Our our jokes are still going to be as funny now as they have ever been. Which is, to me, not very funny in my case. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, the, the Sarkar films... Are directed by Ram Gopal Varma, who is a uh, important Bollywood and Indian auteur. He's the filmmaker responsible for the kind of uh, Mumbai noir movement. He's largely known for his gritty crime dramas and neo noirs, mm-hmm. as well as a lot of experimental cinema and like Money, Money. <laughs> Uh, more money, presumably. <laughs> Which again, he did produce. It's, it's like a, it's like a uh, anti-capitalist screed, presumably. Like uh, <laughs> money, that's the reason why we got into this problem. Okay, 
Uh, and also horror films. And we discussed one of his horror films previously on our podcast. Yeah, in our uh, very first Boot. Halloween episode, Boot. <laughs> Which didn't impress us. And apparently there's a Boot 2, isn't there? A uh, sequel? Yeah, Boot's very successful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> but Boot didn't impress us. You can go back to our first Halloween episode and listen to our thoughts on Boot. There's definitely... You can definitely tell stylistically that it's the same guy that made Boot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I mistakenly in that episode said that he had directed uh, Dilse, but that was Manny Ratman. He did produce Dilse, so he's a, he's a director as well as a producer. Um, and is known primarily for his work in Telugu and Hindi films. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of South Indian films, uh, mm-hmm. not just mainstream Bollywood. Um, from my research, his most famous and well-regarded film is Satya. Satya, there's Satya 2 Company. There's a whole sort of yeah. mafia series that he did. And Sarkar seems to be the offshoot. Yeah, so Sarkar is his, uh, his ode to Francis Ford Coppola. And the first film is very much a take on The Godfather. His, uh, his, yeah, it's a take on The Godfather, but not legally a remake of The Godfather. It's inspired by The Godfather, an ode to The Godfather, a, you know... High five to the Godfather. Having seen the film, I don't think this is a dodge. Really? No. I, I don't know. It's, I don't think... It's pretty close. I don't think it's that close. I don't know. It's This is the rare instance where the Bollywood remake of a Hollywood movie is shorter yeah. than the Hollywood movie. That was very surprising. Yeah. I was not expecting that. But honestly, I don't know. Like... It follows some of the same narrative beats, but I don't think they're that close. I think the main character, you know, Troika, of uh, the Godfather, his two sons, uh, and Fredo is not in this one, by the way. So, it's it's the Godfather, Michael, and Sonny with no Fredo. Do you want to explain the plot of the Godfather? Uh, and who sure. Is. Sure, I could do that. If you haven't seen The Godfather or need a refresher, so The Godfather you takes. Should go see The Godfather. If you haven't yeah, Godfather. yeah. I'm sure it's playing wherever you live. Just <laughs> bop on down to the theater and catch The Godfather. Um, I would love to see it on the big screen. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I haven't either. I don't. I don't. Can't even remember if Metro's done it. They must have at some point. That that would be a good thing to do on uh, oh, they on New on, Year's Day. They did on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. So the plot of The Godfather... Um, Where we were busy participating in Thanksgiving activities with our family. Yeah. Uh, so the plot of The Godfather, um, Michael Corleone comes back from uh, World War II. He's a decorated veteran, and his father is the head of a, a Sicilian crime family. Yeah. So he's, Michael, he's known as The Godfather. Michael Corleone is Al Pacino... And Vito Corleone, his father, is Marlon Brando. Yeah. And um, the, the, the family has its hands in New York crime. Uh, they do gambling. They do prostitution. If I remember right, they don't really want to get into drugs. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things Vito's not into. Mm-hmm. And um, based on a very successful novel by Mario Puzo, and uh, written by the film's written by him, too. Yeah. So uh, Michael comes back. And gets embroiled in his father's uh, mafia affairs. Uh, eventually, um, his hot-headed older brother, Sonny, gets killed. And this sets off a kind of gang war where the Godfather gets put in the hospital. Godfather gets out of the hospital. Their main enforcer, Luca Brasi, gets killed. Uh, eventually, the Godfather dies of a heart attack in a very famous scene of him playing around with uh, his uh, grandkid and uh, pretending to be a monster in an orange field. And he's got an orange peel in his mouth. He's being a monster. But he dies. Um, Huge spoilers if you haven't seen The Godfather, by the way. Yeah. And eventually, Michael Corleone, the you know, educated, the good son who wasn't supposed to be caught mm-hmm. up in the crime, the one who was supposed to be a normal American, uh, eventually has to become the Godfather. Yeah. And in the second film, which is largely regarded as the better of the Godfather films, uh, we see... Uh, Michael's continued rise to power, and they kind of move out to Vegas, as well as... As Cuba, too. That's where Fredo is. Yeah. Yeah. Fredo is the middle brother, who is kind of the fuck-up, mm-hmm. and he is not in Sarkar. There's no equivalent yeah, person. Yeah, there's no ma- middle brother. Uh, and then in part two, it also cross-cuts um, in between kind of the contemporary story of Michael Corleone and his family with uh, how Vito came to New York and uh, joined the criminal underworld. Yeah. And he's played by... Robert De Niro. De Niro, yes. Yeah. 
Uh, and then the third film I've never seen. Yeah, the third I film. It's terrible. Third film has more Vegas stuff, and yeah, now Michael Corleone is old now, and he's like the Godfather was. Um, I don't really remember too much of it, but uh, I feel like that's one where. The movie wasn't that bad, but it's just following up such a good set of movies that it just wasn't going to compare. I, I've just heard, like, it's totally skippable. And, yeah, so it's I definitely skippable. I don't know if that um, means that Sarkar 3 is going to be similarly, well, uh, you know, the the bad apple among the bunch. Some might say that films. Sarkar Raj is somewhat uh, skippable. Yeah. That would be me. I would say that. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Spoilers. For your opinion. For my something. opinion, yeah. yeah. But for Sarkar, we have um, something I was meaning to ask you about. In Sarkar, we have a similar family dynamic. We have Amitabh Bachchan playing um, Subash uh, Nagre, mm-hmm. who is a gangster who is sufficiently rich and powerful that he almost... Is like a shadow prime minister or something. Right. His house is full of bodyguards all the time, and he mostly gets caught up in sort of political adventures and keeps his hands off the crime stuff until crime pulls him back in. Right. Uh, Abhishek Bakchan plays uh, Shankar, uh, who is the good son. He's the Michael Corleone type. Right. He's come back from America with his girlfriend, Katrina Kaif. Um, Sally doesn't make it into the into Sarkar Raj. Uh, and he's he's got dreams of starting some sort of tech company, but as soon as he gets back, you know, oh yeah, this he's gonna be he's gonna be in the life. Yeah. Uh, we've also got KK Menon as uh, Vishnu Nagre. And he's the hot headed older brother type like Sonny Corleone. Um, so something I was meaning to ask you, and I don't know if this is maybe because I don't speak the language for instance, don't know as much about India as I would like to. So the Godfather in the Godfather movies, he exists to help out Italian people, basically. Right. Because, you know, America's a racist country against Italians at the time. They couldn't trust the law. They had to mm-hmm. work with organized crime. And, you know, someone rapes your daughter, you talk to the Godfather. The exact same thing happens in Sarkar. But in Sarkar's case... Are we to just believe that the Indian political system and the cops are just so corrupt that anyone goes to see Sarkar? He doesn't appear to be, like, helping out any specific uh, group. It's based on the Marathi underworld. Mm. So I do think there is a... um, A social element. Yeah, a cultural element that potentially went over our heads being unfamiliar with the mafia in India and um, the the kind of real life figures that are informing this film. Yeah. Because uh, certainly my you know knowledge of Bollywood films to this point has led me to yeah. believe that cops are either like superhuman badasses or everyone is corrupt. And I can if you're if you're in a universe where every uh, you know political figure cop everyone is corrupt. Mm-hmm. Which Sarkar definitely is. Yeah. I could see that normal people, you know, poor people, regular folks might not see the difference between going to the cops and going to see Sarkar mm-hmm. to help out with their problems. Yeah. Well, and just based on what we've read, it does seem like there is a lot of corruption in... Um, in Indian institutions, potentially not everywhere. Yeah, but this um, is definitely the news that's been filtered down to us. Yeah, and also definitely the, the depictions in film. Exactly, we don't want to make you know yeah. any broad statements about a country that we've never been to. Love to go sometime. Now. Um, but that's kind of what the news and the movies have led us to believe is that there is a lot of. Uh, corruption and so, so potentially he, a lot of yeah. political corruption. So he's potentially serving just the general working class people of India. Maybe. That, that was a problem I had with this movie is that we're never actually forced to confront the crimes that got Sarkar to where he is. No, no. And I agree that I think that's one of the weaker points. It is worth mentioning um, he's loosely based off of a real life Marathi gangster, um, Bal Thackeray. Um, who, you know, is a relatively controversial figure, um, also, or was a controversial figure in India. He died in 2012. Also, since we don't want to get murdered, we've heard that he's based on this person. Yes. Yes. 
I believe Sarkar Raj plays with this more than Sarkar does. Sarkar um, is a bit more of, you know, that adaptation of The Godfather, mm-hmm. whereas the Sarkar Raj is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the um, Sarkar lives in Mumbai, um, in, interested in uh, Maharashtra mm-hmm. politics for that state. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, why don't you explain the plot of Sarkar? Okay. I mean... <laughs> it does follow the broad strokes of the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Subash, who sits around his house a lot, learns about people's problems, and has adoring fans outside of his door every day. Yeah, he's like uh, Shahrukh Khan or something, where people just want to see him. And um, one day, uh, after his son comes back. Um, you find out that some of Sarkar's enemies are plotting to... I'm just going to call him Sarkar, by the way. Yeah. Um, he's like the Thakur in uh, in Shole, mm-hmm. where it's his name is seemingly synonymous with his position in the world. Mm-hmm. But um, So his enemies conspire to make it look like he killed a uh, crooked politician. Or I'm not even sure if he was crooked. Played by Anupam Kher that gets assassinated and... Um, the scene is made to look like Sarkar did it. Sarkar also gets shot himself, put in the mm-hmm. hospital, and it falls to um, Shankar to lose the trappings of normalcy that he has acquired during his school days and take care of business, become the new Sarkar. In a scene very similar to uh, the end of The Godfather, where um, orchestra music plays, mm-hmm. a baby gets christened, and all of the... Uh, the enemies of the Corleone family get uh, bumped off in spectacular fashion. Yeah. There's no baby christening in this one, though. No. Um, what there is is a lot of Govinda. <laughs> Govinda, 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 Govinda. Yeah. Uh, not the not the beloved uh, character actor. Um, there is a song called the Govinda song that plays <laughs> at any and all dramatic moments. And honestly, my favorite part of the whole movie. Govinda, my, fa- Govinda, my favorite part of both of these movies is the soundtrack. Um not a lot in the way of your classic uh, Bollywood song and dance routines. Yeah, there's no dancing. In the first one, there's a little bit of sort of like village stuff in the second one. Right. But the you know, soundtrack moving through both of these movies is an earworm for mm-hmm. sure. It's, it's really good. Probably because they repeat the same word. Yeah, you can you can definitely sing the go. You can definitely sing the Govinda song after a couple seconds of listening to it. But yeah. that, that's my favorite part of the film. Um, stylistically, uh, Sarkar, a bit more colorful than Sarkar Raj. We'll get into that. But mm-hmm. um, it it has a very hyperactive camera, yes. always moving around, always looking for you know, weird, uh, upturned places to put the camera mm-hmm. so you get, like, a hero shot or someone looks kind of small. It It's a lot of low angles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're always kind of looking up at these figures like they're larger than life and, like, they're very important. Mm-hmm. And, yes, the camera is kind of always moving, which is a stylistic quirk I found very grating after a while. It's very... And it also happened in Boot, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I I feel like I'm starting to get a a sense of Ramakal Bovarma's filmmaking aesthetic, and I I don't like it. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of low lighting. um, Charoscuro, you might say. Charoscuro. And then the camera just kind of moving. Yeah. Um, and going back and forth between people talking and then whipping pan whip pan between two people or Yeah, but it doesn't feel it, it does kind of get you heightened. It gets you heightened, but it doesn't feel exciting or vibrant. Mm-hmm. It just kind of feels um, like they're trying to jazz up something. They're trying to, you know, polish mm-hmm. something that was lacking. Well, there aren't a lot of action scenes, you might. No. Um, there's a lot of Sarkar sitting around in his office, listening to people and talking to his lieutenants. And the music is very dramatic, and the camera moves are very dramatic. But what's happening isn't um, when you step back from the story. It really isn't that exciting to watch. Yeah. The the murdering later on, and uh, mm-hmm. Abhishek getting uh, kidnapped, and well, not kidnapped, but he he goes after the bad guys, and they attack him. It's, it's pretty cool for a minute there. Uh, I would say the last half of this uh, half hour of the movie is uh, 
exciting. Yeah, and in the last half hour of the film, there's not a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of action happening on screen, kind of um, without commentary. And I actually really, really liked that. That's where mm-hmm. I really started to feel like this film was working, that it had been built up to this kind of tragic and violent finale. Yeah. Um, which goes to inevitable places because it's the Godfather, but it was also surprising because what happens with the older brother wasn't what I was expecting. And what happens with the Godfather himself, because unlike Don, Don right. Corleone, uh, Amitabh Bachchan is the main character of these three films. Mm-hmm. He survives. So, yeah, he survives. And yeah. it does... It's a very interesting puzzle to think about considering... Us Western filmgoers very familiar with The Godfather. What would have happened to Michael Corleone if his dad stuck around? Yeah. Would he have gone as into the life as he was forced to? Mm -hmm. And this movie would indicate, yeah, he he does. Yeah, I think so. But ultimately, it feels like a bit... It's a lot of kind of moving the chess pieces around, punctuated by bursts of violent energy. Mm Mm-hmm. And they don't really get a sense for the city. No, no. I just, it feels like a little small in scope. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did find myself really kind of, it's only two hours, but. It does know, move at a fair clip. And though. it does move yeah. at a fast pace, but I did kind of find myself, um, you know, just kind of losing interest in, you know, these family dynamics, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just, I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. And. I've seen it done better. You That's know? the sad thing of it, isn't it? Godfather, the Godfather. I mean, if you're going, you're going to try and remake or make something as iconic as the Godfather. That's a tall order. Yeah, that's a tough one to remake without uh, getting caught up. And I, I mean, presumably, whatever they remade, money, money, more money from, <laughs> um, was a bit easier to uh, do. Sure. Maybe that is the Wall Street remake in Bollywood, is uh, Money, Money, More Money. Well, they're not Bollywood films. Oh, it's Teledu, sorry. Yeah. But uh, I'm just fascinated by it. I'm going to have to watch the trailer for it after this. We're, we're, we're seriously doing uh, this episode on the wrong franchise. Yeah, we'll have to do an episode on the money franchise. If we uh, find them. Yeah, all you money heads out there, let, let us know if uh, we should uh, break the Bollywood rule on this show and do uh, Telugu films are for lovers, yeah. Money, Money, More Money edition. Yeah. I ultimately feel like this film's all is style over substance. You know, what makes the Godfather movie so great is uh, this larger metaphor for the 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 kind of the the opportunity that is supposed to be afforded people in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't do that same metaphor here because India is not, uh, you know, the melting pot that the U- the U.S. is. It's a much, much older country with much deeper cultural roots. But I, d- I didn't personally feel like I was getting a larger statement from these movies uh, other than, you know, corruption and family. I mean, I think all the actors... Do good work. Yeah, it's it's definitely an actor's film, especially Amitabh. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's. Full I think of, Jack won a film for the, for this. Yeah, Amitabh is full of menace, and all he does is sit around, basically. So the fact that you can be somewhat intimidated by a guy who's sitting around his house drinking tea and stuff. Yeah, that that just goes to show that uh, Bachchan. Amazing actor. Yeah. And uh, K.K. Menon, very good. But I really you... liked K.K. Menon in this. Yeah. Um, he, we he's haven't got talked most... enough about, about Vishnu, but I, I thought he was very good. Yeah, and he's the way that uh, the sort of Hollywood storyline from The Godfather has worked in a bit, because he's producing mm-hmm. a film, he gets jealous about one of the stars, and that kind of kicks off his decline. And, yeah, he's there's great. No it's a real hot boiler a... for him. Yeah, there's no horse head in a, in a bed, though. No. Um... I feel like it made me think of Miss Lovely mm-hmm. because Miss Lovely really gets you into that seedy underbelly mm-hmm. of the city. And also a fairly small story about brothers. Yeah. And I think Miss Lovely um, just texturally has more to it. Yeah, I wanted more from Vishnu, you know, this kind of a. 
He's a hothead. And yeah, that's this hot-headed son of a powerful gangster. And I ultimately find where they, they take his character really interesting. Mm-hmm. And partly because that's the biggest... It's the biggest digression. Yeah, exactly. Digression from The Godfather. And so it didn't feel, you know, like paint by numbers. It felt like something interesting. It felt like something fresh and something new. And something that I think had a lot of deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think it gets as much time to develop as I would have liked in service of kind of getting to to the Godfather beats. Yeah. Um, this movie could have stood to be longer, honestly. Yeah. There, yeah. Could have, there could have been more characters, something we're going to get to definitely in Sarkar Raj, because half the characters are dead by the time uh, <laughs> the second movie starts. But it could have had more characters, more people bouncing off each other. We could have really understood the motivations of the bad guys, apart from... Well, Sarkar's mm-hmm. in charge. We want to be in charge. Um, you know, in The Godfather, there's the whole thing about uh, drugs coming in and the end of the war, people wanting jobs. Um, there isn't really much in the way of that for flavor. Yeah, I just... I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to understand why this movie needs to exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good sign. If you make a movie and people don't understand why it needs to exist... That's not good. Yeah, and I apologize if my Western sensibilities are missing things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I completely believe that there's some sort of subtext as to who the, the Sarkar is, who needs to use his services. Right. That's something we could definitely not understand. Yeah. Um, it just seemed like normal people, but there's probably a whole subtextual layer there we're not getting. Yeah, but but ultimately, and and this will continue this in our second half. Discussing Sarkar Raj, just style over substance. But yeah, while we uh, assassinate all of our enemies in a wonderful blaze of glory, please listen to the Govinda Govinda (laughs) song, uh, which uh, is coming up right now. Try and get that out of your head. Yeah. Govinda, Govinda. Yes. Welcome back. It's there now. It's locked in. So that was the Govinda song, which is what it was called when I found it online. And I choose to believe that's what it's called. So now we're going to talk about Sarkar Raj, which comes out three years after Sarkar. So 2008 for Sarkar Raj comes out. Sarkar came out in 2005. Yeah. Um, so Sarkar Raj definitely tries to do its own story, mm-hmm. definitely deviates from the Godfather. Um, it uses the building blocks left over from the massacre at the end of Sarkar mm-hmm. to craft a new story. And at the outset, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, it's a, it's a, you know, it's uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. We've got two Godfathers basically, and they have political ambitions, more so than ambitions, they're almost a shadow government, mm-hmm. and uh, they get it into their heads uh, that they want to build a hydroelectric dam to get more electricity into their area. Uh, the idea is brought to them by Ashwarya Rai, who is the daughter of a wealthy industrialist. She from com- London. From London. Yeah. So she's civilized city type who comes all the way to Mumbai. This so. is a real family affair. You have Amitabh Bachchan, Abhishek Bachchan, and Ashwarya Rai Bachchan. Yeah. What, what was Jaya Bachchan doing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem with uh, Ashwarya's plan... Um, what's Ashwarya's character's name? Uh, she plays Anita. Uh, the only problem with Anita's plan is that uh, the villages that are going to be displaced by this new power plant... It's hydroelectric, so I think it's probably going to flood their areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 40,000 people, <laughs> yeah. which is a pretty tall order, even if you're Sarkar. So um, Shankar, uh, Abhishek Bachchan, is the one who's really interested in this project. He thinks, okay, we can help people with this. This is his dream, Matt. It eventually becomes his dream. <laughs> um, 
he, have he to didn't mention this it. Dam. It's yeah. his dream. He did not mention this at all in the first <laughs> film that his his plan his dream was to build a hydroelectric <laughs> dam. But I'm willing to go with it. Um, so him and Anita hit the road and start talking to people in each village. There's a um, sort of village leader named uh, Rao Saab. I don't know, some sort of equivalent to a Sarkar out in the uh, out in the villages. His his son becomes an activist against the dam, and he goes around um, fomenting dissent about uh, Shankar and Anita's plan. And their bus gets attacked, and eventually some events happen which lead Sarkar down a roaring rampage of revenge road mm-hmm. once again. And, yeah, the movie... Whereas Sarkar really picked up in the last half an hour. For us, Sarkar Raj just crashed into a brick wall 25 minutes from the ending. Because Sarkar, you know, he's had some wrongs done to him. He's talking to uh, Anita and saying he's figured out the whole plan where his enemies have conspired against him again. And rather than framing this in an interesting way, having a scene where maybe he's torturing an enemy or... Maybe he's driving a car on his way to the enemy's house. Or maybe, um, I don't know, anything could be happening. It's literally just him sitting down and telling Ashwarya Rai he figured out the plan and now he's going to take care of it. With a lot of dramatic lighting and camera movements. Yeah, and once he figures out, again, who the perpetrator is, he finds that person, sits them down, talks to them for a while... And then he talks to a picture of someone for 10 minutes. I mean, maybe this is realistic. I mean, but it's not cinematic. No, it's... it's there's, there, I kid you not, like a scene, a shot that's held for over a minute when Amitabh Bachchan reveals uh, something to Ashraya Rai Bachchan and her mouth is just open in shock and it just slowly zooms in for over... A minute while we absorb the gravity of the news that we've just received. And it's just... This is infuriating uh, considering up until this point, we do have the hyperactive camera. It's completely in your face, zooming around all over the place. And... To the point that it just, it feels, it feels like it has ADHD. mm -hmm. You know, like I just... Oh, this movie feels so unfocused until this final 25 minutes that just brings it to a grinding halt. Yeah, and um, another visual touch for this film, much like the Charoscaro lighting in Sarkar, the the color palette of this movie ranges from coffee to yellow to other brown colors. <laughs> it's... It's a very... There's some bluish scenes. There's blue in a couple of very dramatic scenes where people die. Yeah. And... And the Govinda song plays. Govinda, Govinda, yeah. Govinda. It's a very, Govinda, like... Govinda. It's a very on-the-nose, like... Um, I'm reading a book about Seijin Suzuki right now. And he would often use big pops of color mm-hmm. to indicate something. And it wasn't always um, a coherent sort of color palette that he worked with. Sometimes... You know, the color yellow would be the color of death in uh, Pistol Opera, for instance. But in other movies, that might be a romantic scene. But there was always an internal logic as to what in that movie the color was. Mm -hmm. In this one, yeah, it's blue. When someone dies, it's blue. The rest of the time, it's like yellow and brown. Yeah. And it's just sort of boring to look at after a while. Yeah, the scope of this film feels even minor than the scope of the previous film. There aren't enough people to have dramatic things happen. No, and it's just, and so much of it, I mean, even more so than the first film, is just taking place in boring, dull rooms and people talking. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I had a really hard time. Maybe it's because I, you know, I'm personally just sick of the beats of mafia movies. But this doesn't even have any but, internal conflict. There's, yeah. there's like one betrayal, but. Everyone at Sarkar's house basically gets along fine. You don't even have the uh, Vishnu character from the first one. There's a flashback to him. But his sort of coiled spring energy mm-hmm. what was one of the things that made this first Sarkar enjoyable. And I'll, I'll say, I, I enjoyed the first Sarkar. I thought it was oh, yeah. pretty good. The second one was definitely not as good. No, it just it has no energy. And it feels like 
it doesn't feel like it's building on anything from the first film so much as it's just repeating everything from the first film, but with a lot less gusto mm-hmm. and a lot less meaning. There was, you know, and again, so this this one has more of a. The scope has apparently widened because they're leaving the city. Yeah, they're trying to do like a great work project, and politics comes into play. But you were saying, well, well, this one does have kind of a, a contemporary allegory with uh, events that were happening in India. Um, mm-hmm. I guess they were even like showing Bal Thackeray rushes so that he would know that um, this character inspired by him wasn't being presented in a negative light. That might be a rumor. I don't know. Please don't kill us, <laughs> Bal Thackeray. Or oh, he's dead. But <laughs> please, uh, Mr. Thackeray's organization, don't hunt us down. Um, that's crazy. If they were actually showing him rushes saying, look, Sarkar is completely in the right. He, he is he is the wounded party and everything he does is, you know, completely above board. That kind of explains why the story is so slight. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that uh, again, I don't know how much truth there is to it because I don't want to give credence to everything I read on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so please take some of this with a grain of salt. Or let us know if you're a part of the Thackeray mob and uh, <laughs> you, you have the inside scoop. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, so on one hand, I'm wondering if there's a larger... Uh, like political allegory that we're missing in this even more than we were missing in Sarkar. But I also kind of don't think so. I kind of think that, you know, these movies are just very surface. Mm -hmm. Yeah, surface is exactly how I would describe them. Like, I just don't think that there's much going on. Certainly not as much going on as is going on in the Godfather films. And I apologize if I keep, you know comparing them to to these iconic Coppola films. That's Shah Shahid's uh, thing. We're stealing it this time. Yeah, he, he does have... And he has an episode on, on Sarkar and the Godfather, and it's well worth listening to. Uh, he goes much but, deeper into the comparison between the two. Yeah, but I'm having, like... I feel like I'm really grasping at straws to find things to latch onto in this film. And if you're going to position yourself... Uh, you know, as a re-envisioning of that series, it's hard not to draw those comparisons. And yeah. it's hard not to see them, to see these two films unfavorably. It's odd to see the critical response to Sarkar as opposed to uh, Bombay Velvet. Right. Because while Bombay Velvet had kind of a turgid, overheated story, and people complained that there wasn't much in the way of dance scenes, like... They thought that the music sequences were a little bit flat. I mean, that had a sense of scale. It mm-hmm. took place in the same city. It was in the past, but it um, it had a sense of place, and you knew who the various factions were and why they hated each other. And while it was kind of stupidly over the top, it also packed a lot into its two hours. Yeah, Um I think Bombay Velvet is much more of a take on 1930s gangster, gangster pictures. I think mm-hmm. it's much more of kind of a Cagney film. It's so much so that Cagney even makes an appearance yes. in the movie. As opposed to these films, which are very much a take on 1970s Hollywood gangster films. And for that, I would say that another Anya Kashev film. Yes. Gangs of Wasepur, um, while significantly longer... Although, between the two movies, I mean, it's about an, only an hour longer um, mm-hmm. to watch Gangs of Wasepur, but you get three pretty solid generations of, um, you know, mob activity. And those films have a scope, and those films have meaning, and those films have impact, and they have style. You know, I think... I say films because it was released in two parts, but you can also look at it as one film. Gangs of Wasepur, you know, I really think is actually on par with The Godfather. Yeah, it's a and Godfather without having to be using The Godfather as a template to be made. 100%. You know, it's its its own story and also based on, you know, uh, real-life events. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but those films actually feel important. Uh, these don't. They feel pretty slight. Yeah, and you know, Gangs of Wasepur, I just I think is is a 
monumentous achievement. I, I really, really, really like that film. Yeah, I guess, you know, for Sarkar Raj, I would say, again, actors are all very good. Ashwari Rai doesn't really get a lot to do, but uh, she seems like fine. I putting a woman in the mix, you know? Yeah. Like, in the Godfather movies, all we really have is Diane Keaton and... Although she does kind of deliver the final blow to Michael Corleone. That in the first one. I, yeah. I think she did a lot more in the third one. But in this one, Ashwari is all mobbed up. And it yeah. presented all the big action, basically. Yeah, which I liked. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of given nothing to do. Well, she's the, she's the instigator of the plot, you know? Yeah. It just... Can we talk about the ending? Uh, sure. Okay. So the ending of Sarkar. Um... Shankar, still alive, and has become the head of the organization. Mm-hmm. Although, apparently, by this time the second one is on, he he's sharing duties with his father. But it's, you know, it's an interesting place to leave off the movie on. Right. But the end of Sarkar Raj, Shankar has died. Yeah. You know, spoilers. We'll put a spoiler warning on this one. It's a relatively recent movie, so we don't want people to get spoiled. But, but also, looking at the makeup of the cast for the third one, I think it's yeah, pretty clear. You'll notice, that a, <laughs> not be in a, you'll notice that a few people aren't present. Yeah. But at the end of uh, Sarkar Raj, um, her father has been shown to be part of the uh, conspiracy against Sarkar. Abhishek is dead. Um, her father's dead. Um, there wasn't really enough time for her to develop a romantic relationship with uh, Shankar. No, he right? was he was married. Yeah, his, was married. his wife dies. And you start to see the beginnings of a relationship with them. But it also just might be colored by the fact that we know that they're together in real life. But anyway, she assumes the mantle of Sarkar by the end. Like, she's the one handling the dirty work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a cool reveal, but she barely knows these people. Her father was just murdered by them. And yet she feels so much loyalty to this uh, this man that uh, she feels the need to work for him. It's weird. And I should like this, this you know, because being a feminist. But instead I just went, what? Why? Why? Yeah. Like, Go just, back to London. <laughs> I, oh, I didn't understand why she was sticking around. I, and it's so, it's such a quick reveal. And then the movie ends. And knowing that she's not going to be in the third one. I was just like, well, what was the point of this? Unless it's a secret, or maybe she gets killed race two style in the first five minutes or something. But yeah, what it, that could, mean, that I would mean, be a very interesting way way for the third movie to exist. Is you know now Sarkar's has got a woman in the organization. He maybe doesn't like her. I don't know something. Well, but if I, she's gone, it's the same movie again. It would be interesting if you know the the, the trajectory of. This second film was supposed to be, you know, the the men uh, losing their power and a woman rising up, you know, mm-hmm. like a, you know, a female dawn, a godmother. Well, like, that's interesting. And she's but also not a criminal either. Like, yeah. if she had to join the criminalization organization going from civilian, yeah. that would be very interesting. Because that's the plot of The Godfather. That's what happens. And she's not even <laughs> mobbed up to begin with. But ultimately, that's not the point of the film. It's just like in the last 10 seconds, like, oh, we want to replicate the the last shot of the first film. So we'll do the same thing where you think, you know, it's Amitabh Bachchan, but it's actually Ashwarya Rai. So, like, it just feels like it's tacked on there. It doesn't feel like Mm -hmm. it has anything to do with the film that came before it. I, you know, I wish I could say this movie is about, you know, men having to give up their power to a woman. But if that's not what it is. No. It's a it's a very weird button to end the movie on. It's it's a, it's so strange and I find it really, you know, this yeah, this one really really didn't impress me. So on the whole, it's our third Ram Gopal Varma feature and he's batting 33, I guess. He's Yeah. 1 out of 3 was enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that. I, I did like Sarkar, and I am interested in seeing Satya and company. Those are supposed to be fantastic. So, you know, look forward to an episode about them in a year. Who knows? I wonder if... I think he was hamstrung by trying to do The Godfather, honestly. Well, Don't yeah, do The I, Godfather. I wonder if, if Ram Gopal Varma is a little too derivative of, you know... A certain kind of crime film mm-hmm. that I don't know. I just I haven't I haven't seen 
I haven't seen anything in any of his three films that have led me to believe that he is this great auteur. Uh, that doesn't mean yeah. that he's not. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to, you know, seek out some of those films that are supposed to be his best. But, but of the three that we've seen, I'm still just kind of like, okay, yeah, he's he's making, you know, neo noirs. Sarkar. He's making neo noir ghost movie. Yeah, he's making some horror movies. He's making some gangster pictures. But I just he's making money, money, uh, more money. <laughs> he did not make that movie, Matt. In my mind, <laughs> he's making it. It's a Ram Gopalvarma joint. So, yeah. are you looking forward to the third film? Who is even going to be in the third film other than Amitabh Bachchan? Well, it's it's and, uh, it's Jackie Shroff is in it, and I think he's the bad guy. Yeah, and, and then uh, Minaj Bajpayee is a uh, presumably corrupt guy that uh, in the government that Sarkar has to deal with. So they're getting you know pretty good actors, and it's also uh, Sarkar's grandson is Chiku. Ch- yeah, he's the. He's the new uh, fresh face who's going to run around and shoot people. Yeah. While Sarkar sits at home. But Amitabh Bachchan and uh, Supriya Pathak, uh, who plays his wife, Pushpa, are the only two actors returning for the third film. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem when you kill off half the cast of your movie every time. You can't develop a villain. Yeah. Like, imagine if... Darth Vader died in Star Wars. Sorry to go back to Star Wars, but you kind of need to have an antagonist around that isn't need to be introduced, developed, and killed off in a two-hour movie every time. Mm -hmm. They kind of start to blend together. There was the the Swami in the first one. He was kind of interesting. His, you know, use of religion, and that brought a little bit more to the party. In Sarkar Raj, there was a rich guy who had gold on his neck, there was a guy with sunglasses and a weird sort of uh, caterpillar mustache, and then another guy who I think was a politician. I have a hard time believing there's more story here to tell, but I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. If we're missing something that's really great about these movies, please let us know. Yeah. Um, we're completely open to the fact that there's something flying over our heads. Yeah. Also, you know, let us know. What Ram Gopal Varma films you would recommend that we watch next? Because yeah, so far Satya, the co- company, all them—that seems to be the odds-on favorite. Yeah, yeah, because I, he is a—he's an important figure in modern Bollywood. Um, but I just, you know, personally, personally, they just feel very derivative to me. You know, I just feel like I've—and it's odd because thinking about Anirag Kashyap again. He does not feel derivative at all. And even though he's specifically working in a 30s gangster vein in Bombay Velvet, even though the movie takes place in the 60s, but whatever, he is specifically trying to ape that style, and he made something interesting out of it, whereas Ram Gopal Varma, visually, I don't think he's trying to replicate The Godfather. His his style is completely different for Coppola. I guess maybe the sort of sepia tone look to it could potentially be reminiscent of 70s cinema. But, his style is very neon noir. Yeah. yeah. And his is more derivative feeling than the guy who's actually trying to ape a style. Yeah. And we should say that Anirag Kashyap did do some work with Ram Gopavarma. He did work on some of Ram Gopavarma's films. And... The student has become the master. Yeah. Ram Gopavarma was his mentor, uh, but recently... Uh, on his appearance with Coffee with Quran, not uh, this season, but the season beforehand, the fourth season, because he wasn't on this season. Uh, during the rapid fire, Karen Johar asked him about Ram Gopavarma, and he said, Ram Gopavarma was. The question was, Ram Gopavarma is fill in the blank? Ooh. And Henry Kashyap says, Ram Gopavarma was. And so. And. Well, Karen Johar would have just been in uh, Bombay Velvet at that time, too, so maybe his allegiances are shifting. Yeah, although, I mean, they really, when uh, he has Ranbir Kapoor on in season five, the two of them really kind of talk about uh, what a disappointment Bombay Velvet was. Like, like the critics were right. The critics were wrong. That critics right. were wrong, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's an extremely entertaining film. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about it quite a bit on our Cash App episode, but yeah. uh, I would definitely recommend that to someone who likes 30s gangster movies as, oh, yeah. as possibly... Here's an entryway into exciting modern Bollywood. Would you recommend these films to someone who likes gangster pictures? 
I I would recommend the first one. Yeah, I think Sarkar. If you're a huge Godfather fan, you get a kick out of seeing it translated. And Amitabh, Abhishek, um, the guy who plays Vishnu, um, what's his name? K.K. Menon. Yeah, they do great work. Yeah, um, it's it's a great character piece, I guess you'd say. Great, good actor showcase. But uh, I, I I don't think I would recommend Sarkar Raj now. I think I'd be a lot higher and a lot more excited about Sarkar if it weren't for Sarkar Raj. Yeah. Because going into Sarkar Raj, I was, you know, like, oh, that was really interesting. That was really great. I want to see, you know, where this story is going to build from here. And then Sarkar Raj felt like such a letdown. And I was really just starting to lose patience with uh, Ram Gopavarma's aesthetic. Also, this is nine years after uh, Sarkar Raj for uh, mm-hmm. Sarkar 3, you know, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, so they had to wait it's for gonna be, to grow older. I guess, but it's going to be... Uh, I, I hope it's worth the wait. Me too. I I, I have my fingers crossed, but... You were a lot, more, you were a lot more excited about it yesterday before we finished watching Sarkar Rush. I was, yeah. Yeah, I was a lot more excited about it, but... Eh. We'll see. I'll watch it. I mean, yeah. I, I feel pretty invested now. Well, um, so that's it for this week. Um, we recommend one of the two films. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, where can people find us? I know you usually make me do it. Yes. But in a Sarkar-esque game of lies and trickery, <laughs> I have convinced you to do my job. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Audio Boom. You can find us on Stitcher, uh, Google Play. Use your podcatchers to subscribe and download the show. And please leave us a review on iTunes because it really helps people find the show and uh, lets us know what you think of it. Twitter at Bollywood Pod at Matt underscore B O W E S. At Ernie Fraser, E R N E F R A S E R. Yeah. We'll we also back. have a Tumblr and a yeah. Facebook page where you can find us. I do a weekly podcast with Paul Matwichuk called Trash Art and the Movies. We have an upcoming episode about Kill Bill and Lady Snowblood. Lady Snowblood. So I think you, you did a great episode about uh, Starship Troopers in Contact. Mm. I also thought up the pairing, but uh, you know. Very entertaining look at two movies from 1997 about meeting aliens. Thank you. Uh, We will be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening. Bye. Go find out.